is season 10, episode two of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. Mm-hmm. Cast. Oh, ooh, I was getting kind of worried there. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd, you'd stick the landing. No, I always um, stick the landing. I always I am Brian. stick. You are Cameron. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, <laughs> you are Benjamin. I, I am. Yes. And Stephen is not here because his tongue hurts. But he is. So. It's an oddly specific thing that is hurting. Um, it is an oddly specific thing, but I have been there, and it does hurt mm. when you have a canker sore on your tongue. I can confirm this. Did he? Yeah. Did, did he bite his tongue? Is that how it I works? Think he burned it. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I understand now. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know what he burned it on. The stove. I used to have a terrible <laughs> habit of burning my tongue every time I drink coffee. Um, yes, I'm gotten better about that. You know what? That's actually I've I have specifically in my life as an adult started to make myself wait to eat my food uh, <laughs> until it is a temperature that is acceptable and not burning at all. Uh, and that includes Just today, coffee. I, I had that problem because I ordered this thing at a restaurant and it was quite good and I was super hungry because I barely eaten until so like every bite I was just like ow 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 drink some water. Okay, next bite. Ow ow. Yeah, <laughs> so no, I, I, I don't do that no more. This yet? Yeah. I saw a great video of a kid put a put a hot pocket in his mouth and it was oh, a no. billion yeah, degrees and no, he just do sat that. there and shook and was like um, and just no. finished eating it and his mom was like Is that like a TikTok challenge or something I, burned your mouth No 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 it you, wasn't a challenge the kid just wanted a oh. hot pocket a hot pocket pizza pocket oh, thing and I just see. ate it yes. and the kid was and the mom was like you know you can spit it out and she, he's like it's pizza <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> whatever i guess <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a fair counter argument mm-hmm. um yeah do you like hot pockets, Ben? I I hot do. I, I I've always I think I've always like referred to them as lava pockets because that's mm, just okay for exactly the reason Cameron just described. Like that, yes. that's been my I've never eaten one. Really? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he this is the guy who didn't have ramen until like he was twenty or something. Oh, wow. also true. Yeah, yeah. He clearly did like one thing of ramen. Well, like I think like the first time I had ramen, Cameron was you and me eating at a Japanese restaurant in San Francisco. And getting ramen. That was your first ramen ever? I think ever? that was the first ramen I'd ever had was like restaurant ramen. Okay. This guy clearly yeah. grew up in a household whose dad had standards. Uh, <laughs> basically. And didn't go to college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom yeah. is an amazing cook too, but she also yeah. pulled out the ma- the box mac and cheese a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had it's... some boxed mac and cheese. I will say that. Okay. Up. Yeah. Children, times. like little kids always like mac and cheese. But also my mom did more of the cooking growing up than my dad. Oh, really? He he, he took it on more in retirement. Well, I mean, he was working all day. He worked like he would cook on weekends. Oh, so. yeah. True. But he was not like cooking all of our meals because he would get home at, you know, 6 p.m. or whatever. Yeah. Well. Ben, um, I did. I did learn. I do have some wisdom to impart on you. Ooh, uh, OK, I, ooh, I did. I, like I did wisdom. learn how to cook Hot Pockets without making them molten lava um, and also oh, still warm in the middle. Yeah. How did um, you do it? So you do use their stupid crispy thing, the little packet they come they come with. You do okay. put them in that thing. Uh, that helps them and get crispy fix, and retain it? some heat. Well, and then I don't know what power level your microwave was on. You'll have to you'll have to. Um, experiment but i put two hot pockets in the microwave with their little crispy thingy for two minutes and 22 seconds and you let it go for the full time and then you let it sit for two more minutes and oh. when you pull it out it's perfect uh Have all you the way tried evenly hot pockets heated in an air fryer 
Uh, a lot of the f- like frozen like pre-made meal stuff like that doesn't work super well in an air fryer mm. because it mm-hmm. yeah, they get too hard. Um, oh yeah, like hot pockets and like frozen burritos they 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 crisp up yeah. way too much, so they're like rocks. Microwave is good at keeping things soft. It's the I mean the benefit and the downside of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but yeah. over my years of being an absolute hating food person yeah. uh i have learned <laughs> the proper way to cook junk food in the microwave and i yeah. and then of course you just have a little bit of patience and you let things cool a tiny teeny yeah. bit and you don't burn your mouth and uh, things taste better <laughs> a, that is a that is a hot tip right there for your hot uh, it's very hot yes very. like the hot uh, well that was our little food time segment just for you ben love that um Oh, I'm yep. so hungry now. <laughs> Wait, you just you ate. Just I, really hope I, literally, I literally just ate. Yeah. What'd you eat? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we, it's restaurant. Oh, you just told me the yeah. story, but so it's, rest- uh, it's restaurant week. So okay. uh, it, it's like, you know, you go to a fancy place and they have like a price per head for a three or four course meal. Um, mm-hmm. So like we had like. Oh, salmon, really fancy. Then. Yeah. So we had like salmon riette and duck comfy and uh, a couple oh desserts. God. And yeah, like. It, it, yeah very fancy completely wasted on me but you know yeah the, the people that i was with they were happy <laughs> well that's like, good when you say what what city is this that you're going into uh, what town are you going into okay charlottesville that's right so like with this yeah. with this restaurant have been considered to be like a singular michelin star you know that kind of that kind of area we're talking I about here i don't know but like I know that the restaurant would want to be considered that way. Okay. Like, so <laughs> that's a good measurement. If you look at everything that they're doing. This isn't at Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, uh, their, their uh, appetizers are normally 25 yeah. per appetizer. Yeah. Like, no, uh, I highly recommend getting the duck confit at Applebee's. It's very good. You've never <laughs> had that. Very funny. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you've, never, you've never even been to Applebee's. You don't even know what Applebee's I looks have, like. Back when I, I, I have vague memories as a child in Ohio going to an Applebee's. Um, uh huh. Around here, I did go to Chili's multiple times. Abigail really liked Chili's. Oh, what did yeah. she have at Chili's? What? What did she eat at Chili's? I don't remember. Oh. The food at Chili's is unmemorable. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. I thought she was a pretty big foodie, and I guess Chili's no. was her. Well, oh. yes, and no. She kind of was, but she also grew up in like, um, I don't know, just she had a dad from Arkansas and had very just mm. simple food tastes at the same time. So Gotcha. Maybe she had was trying mid- to be a Midwest foodie. Midwest palate. Yeah. The Midwest palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can speak to that. <laughs> ben can relate. <laughs> is, it, is that opposed to the Alaskan palate, which is uh, whale blubber? That's just salmon, right? Whale oh, no. blubber. It, oh, you guys don't know about whale blubber? I can't imagine that has much flavor, right? Like, oh, it's it has absolutely zero flavor. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. the Alaskan palate is like it's not post Applebee's. It's like pre Applebee's. It's like well, <laughs> yeah, we don't have prehist- anything out here. It's prehistoric, so. is what it is. Um, yeah. Imagine, okay, imagine if you will with me for a moment. Take a steak. Uh, yeah. Get the big chunk of fat that you usually have on a piece of steak. You know, like okay. wh- where maybe it, maybe it get cooked so it congealed and it's a bit. It's like a, if you ate it, it would be nothing but fat. Okay. Strip the steak flavor from it until mm-hmm. you're just left with chewy buttery fat. like like the coats your mouth fat yeah and then add a dash of rotten fish uh, <laughs> that's it, whale blubber I, I do recall um what's it called um when i read moby dick him going on at length about eating whale blubber um really that book really took its tangents yeah why'd you even read that book <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good it's book kind of, it's it's uh there's, there's a good book in there. <laughs> My dad taught it. It's like a bunch of whale blubber 
around the good book. Yeah, um, my, my dad taught it in high school and he actually yeah. had a moment where he wanted to rewrite it uh, and getting yes. rid of the garbage and just making exactly. a good story out of He'll it. He'll be like in the middle of the story but... and then he's like, let me catalog every type of whale here because I'm really excited about that. Also, rope. Um, <laughs> That's weird. It's like Tolkien, it's except like, more yeah, unhinged. <laughs> yeah, even more unhinged. Yeah, he is. He is very excited about that. But anyway, yeah, they, I think they would take whale blubber and like bake it into biscuits or whatever. And just, did, yeah. Yeah, it was it kind of their shortening. Uh, well, and the reason yeah. I even had it was because the native Alaskans up there w- right. would feed like, okay, so if part of the church I was at had a large population of native Alaskans. I can't remember right. their tribe names, but, um, and so we would have church potlucks and, you know, church potluck food is already almost garbage. Uh, yeah. And then the native Alaskans would bring their traditional meals of like stinky rotted fish and whale yeah. blubber stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing here? I just Cameron, have you ever heard of the TV show Northern Exposure? I I think I know the name. I know nothing about what that is. OK, uh, it is a show that came out and I think like somewhere in the 90s. My mom watched it a long time ago and. Stephen and I have been, it's on Prime now, so Stephen and I have been going back and watching it oh. some. And it is basically kind of Gilmore Girls, West Wing-ish in terms of like a drama with really lighthearted, witty dialogue about this doctor from New York who gets shipped out to Alaska, a rural part of Alaska, hmm. and is having the culture shock of right. being out there. I would be curious what you think of it and how you think it is at representing Alaska. Do you know where it, they get shipped to? It's not Nome, um, is it? I don't know if they make up the town that he goes to it's like it's a rural let me see if i can look this up uh i thought when you said exposure it, it sounded kind of like a discovery channel um right like drama like like a like a like a, a thick a non-fiction drama you know what i mean yes um, that is definitely not what it is got it okay resident a small town of alaska he's sent to practice in anchorage but that's not where it takes place he's then sent out of anchorage to like a tiny town that okay. i think they make it's called sicily I assume they make it up because it's uh, like, I've never heard of a Sicily, Alaska, but I don't yeah. know for a fact. But and given that they like make up who the mayor and everything is, I, I'm assuming that it's mm-hmm. just they made up their own little town. But I'm curious uh, you, if they capture the culture well. I, I, I yeah, I'd be curious. Um, I know Alaska is a is a, not a very hard thing to capture because yeah. they have. It's not like. You, you can you can only experience this culture if you go to the farthest reaches of Alaska. You can just go to Fairbanks and get right the full experience of awful Alaska. <laughs> um, and because yes. Anchorage is a normal town and Juneau is a normal town, like these are these are towns that you you could be forgiven for thinking that you were in like the lower forty eight. Fairbanks yep. is not that. Fairbanks is wholly a unique city with also like a million people in it. It's very weird. Yes, yes, it's. It's there's nowhere quite like I feel like the only place that's like Alaska is like rural <laughs> Australia, but like opposite. Well, Russia like if you, is the actual oh, answer. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, Russia. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny seeing <laughs> pictures of Russia like on the news or whatever, and I'm like, oh, that looks yeah. like Alaska. <laughs> it looks like they're, like their cities, and they're like I can tell from the trees. And oh, if you ever look at a picture of Russia, like a picture yeah. of a road in Russia, you will see that every like I don't know. 100 feet the road is cracked yeah that's called permafrost uh that makes every single road in northern alaska crack and it's the same way in in russia, russia. yeah that every wow. single road doesn't matter where the road is or how good the road is is cracked in alaska mm. it's crazy yeah um but i kind of get what you're saying about australia it is kind of like the opposite it's it's like it's yeah. like the other end of the extreme wilderness horribleness. Yes. Like, but like wilderness, everything has to come in by plane or boat. Uh, mm. Very strong Aboriginal 
population that like is there with the uh with the colonial population and just like yeah extreme wild um yeah what is a intense places to live a native australian i what? i didn't I, is there native australians i guess a oh yeah surely yeah, there is population actually is sorry i i can i butt in here for a minute yeah. uh-huh. um about native australians so my senior year of high school, I had to do a research paper and the teacher was really, really specific. I, I promise this relates back um, yep. about you have to do something that is like he was wanting us to do like uh, a um, like higher level research paper. And he's like, so right. in order you have the premise has to be very specific. It cannot just be like a random right. thing. It has to be like very, very specific. And so I was like, mm. oh, I want to do racism. He's like, no, more specific. I was like, okay, racism in a specific time. <laughs> just frame. immediately you're like, I want to write about racism. <laughs> I mean, I was yeah. And uh this he's college. like, no, it's more more specific, more specific, more specific. And I eventually got uh-huh. fed up and I was like, oh and I stumbled across something again in this trying to create this research paper about racism in Alaska with native Alaskans and how, oh, wow. and like I wrote a whole research paper on it. I've forgotten all of it, but like, that yeah, is one, yeah. yeah, you said native Alaskans and my brain was like, Oh, that's a thing that I read a lot about. Huh? Yeah. Um, I think you, I, I'm having kind of a deja vu moment here where I, I was asked by Steven, like last week, he was like, do you know much about native alaskans because yep. i just That's learned they existed <laughs> okay and so yep. i just learned about native australians i i yep. guess duh in hindsight but yeah and you never their their, their population must be really low because I, I never hear about them or anything i don't know how big the population is i know it's a very big like uh part of living on australia is like preserving the native culture or yeah. conflict between the native culture and people it, it sounds a lot like alaska again but i don't like know a ton about it Eight hundred thousand native australians uh yeah. were around in 2021 that's not a lot yeah. um, you did just no. say australian was that what yeah i meant australian in oh you sense. meant australian yeah. okay cool i thought yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah. alaskan still yeah, yeah, talking I, about that versus that's a good alaska. question though indigenous yeah. alaskan population uh i have no idea um i mean live research i definitely remember a lot of people like i had you know all my teachers were native alaskan my uncle was native like almost full-blooded native alaskan wow oh my god the population in 2006 was a hundred thousand wow okay yeah uh it's amazing i can still have a huge like what is the population of alaska uh is it even a million it has to be a million um what it's only seven hundred thousand wow okay Jeez. That is, huh. uh, yeah. I'm actually shocked. I thought Fairbanks had like maybe you know what Fairbanks has like a like maybe 250 thousand population rather than yeah a million. I thought well, that it makes was. sense then that the uh, the percentage of native Alaskan to Alaskan is much bigger than the percentage of native Australian to Australia. Then true, yeah, because that's like 20 percent or something. Six, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not I just bad. Had 26 yeah. million people in Australia. Huh. So. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm learning so much. Yeah. Um, I want all my yeah. friends to come visit Alaska someday. <laughs> I really want to go there one day. It's. I mean, I might die, but no, 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 no. Even <laughs> it, you have two options. I think I might have actually said this already. Die or don't die. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, yes, but also no. Um, <laughs> you can come in the summer and you yeah. can experience. You can actually go out into the wilderness and yeah. and hike and and yeah. enjoy the absolute insanity that is the vast wilderness. Like. Right, it's unbelievable, but also get eaten by mosquitoes. Um, mm. Or you can come in the winter and enjoy yeah. the absolute majesty of the winter, but not be able yeah. to do anything. Um, right. 
so you know, pick your poison, I guess. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you have any desire to go to Alaska, Ben? I I did up until Cameron told a story on the podcast about the mosquitoes, and then mm, I yeah. was like, I think I think I'm good. Like, if I ever get yeah. too awesome, but like, I love snow. I love snowboarding. I love like all winter right. activities. Um, so like, I, there was always a natural drive, but at this point, it's like if I have the opportunity, I will take it. I'm not gonna yeah. avoid it for any reason. Yeah, but, like I, I'm you, no longer planning on it. <laughs> you have a snowboarding trip coming up, right? Or did you already take it? So I went and got all my snowboards from Missouri and then gotcha. uh, I'm planning on doing a few day trips on there's a there's multiple places to snowboard he, uh, near here within like within an hour and a half. Um, oh, so I'm going to do that's crazy. I'm, I'm going to do at least the two or three that I'm aware of uh, at some point at some point over the next month. <laughs> nice. But yeah, Very I'm excited nice. about it. I think you know if you if you if you like winter activities, Alaska is the place for you to be. Uh, there is no mosquitoes <laughs> in the winter; they're all dead. Um, and it starts snowing in I don't know, June or not really, but like it starts snowing in <laughs> August. So no. if you if you if you were to go to Alaska in like September, eh, October, eh, yeah, October, <laughs> you you would you would get the snow, but then you would also probably get a, a little bit of sun as well. And the ski yeah. slope, there's ski slopes everywhere. And like, so the the one thing I actually did end up doing as a kid was going to something called Chena Hot Springs. It's it was about I don't know two hours outside of town, and it was a natural hot spring. Um, and w- it was so cool because had pun intent pun literally intended because <laughs> you would it was like negative thirty degrees outside, negative thirty, negative forty, and so you would jump into actually scalding hot water and then you would you would jump out and it would be freezing cold and you'd have this crazy weird dichotomy of like you're oh you're, that's fun it's so warm so your nose is dripping but your nose drippings would freeze immediately because it's so <laughs> cold and so you would dunk your head underwater and you would come up and your hair would freeze immediately like it was <laughs> so cool that sounds like um, a great wow. experience i definitely want to experience something like that at some point in my life so yeah mm. I'll, I'll mark it down I will go yeah. with you uh, to a on a, a, a winter trip to Alaska. Maybe like, maybe maybe for our fifteenth Whales or Whales yeah, podcast we anniversary, need to Whale Con. It's in Alaska, just so that <laughs> even if we have an audience, they definitely can't come. I was actually, I was I, again, I was talking with uh, one of my partners about uh, about our listener base and yeah, um, yeah. She, the non-existent. She, yeah, well, <laughs> she she asked like, wait, what are you? What's the podcast about tonight? I was like, I don't know. Like we don't bring <laughs> stuff. She's like, wait, you don't plan? I was like, well, we used to. At some point, we did. Um, did we? I I a have an bit. entire multi, I have multiple. I have multiple documents. Ben, ben did for a while. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys, the whole mattress thing was because I built a whole game of yes. categories for you guys to play. Yep. Yep. Oh, that is yeah. very true. That's right. Oh, but anyway, and just uh, put mattress yeah, I was down talking about how we have at least one listener who's been around forever. Um. Edgar Allen, yeah. like you know, shout yeah. out. Good old and, Edgar uh, Allen. I I had the realization. Have they ever confirmed that it's a guy? No. Uh, I mean, it, I, I'm sure chance? at some point he okay. has said like he or 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 something. Uh, well, but I don't, maybe not. I don't know that. Talking in the first person. Yeah. If if you're talking in the first person, you never like. There is a chance. So I mean, Edgar Allen, if you ever listen to this, I I super curious if uh if we've been mis you know misassuming misgendering you yeah you know x amount of time i will say um edgar allen has always um liked the episodes that's how i know he's listened is because they all held a heart 
Uh, there really? has not, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you go back to every single episode, there's always a like uh, on the uh, episode. There has oh, not been awesome. a like. There has not been a like since uh, November. Um, that's the longest I've seen, I think. Unless uh, once in a I while, I think okay, he says Edgar something. Allen. I hope you're OK. Yeah. yeah. Maybe your podcast feed broke. Yeah, maybe the podcast feed broke. Maybe I mean, yeah. maybe you're gonna catch up in a couple of months or something. But yeah. if, if you're around, we need your we need your hearts, or we might stop doing the podcast. <laughs> that's that's not gonna happen. But you know, you always need one person. Cameron will just have to start hearting it instead. Um, Don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna start posting fake comments as Edgar Allen to keep us going. Um, maybe that's the secret is that yeah, I am Edgar Allen the whole time. It's a really long, yeah. remember the long con. This is the long con. Yeah, this is the long con. Um, shoot. I was going to say something and I've completely blanked on Alaska, what it is. Wintery so, stuff. Yeah, it in, is something around indigenous the, the people or something, but, um, we're going to pivot instead. Cause I want to make sure we have time for this. Cameron, there was some video games that you wanted to talk about. Oh yeah. Sure well, I don't want to go super d- into it, but I, we don't have to. Yeah. yeah we'll just give a quick a discussion about, I wanted to just quickly hit up dragon's dogma. Um, dragon's dogma. It's yeah. like it's 12 years ago. Yeah. But this time I'm coming in much more enlightened and, uh, I feel like more mature and a better okay. person in general. Boy, I hate this game. Uh, I haven't played it in 12 years. So my opinions are going to be about the same that they were. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't remember what you said back then. Unfortunately. I don't either. So I played two and a half hours of this game. Oh, um, that's a decent chunk. I, I really gave it a try. And in that yeah. two and a half hours, I would say an hour and a half of it was mm-hmm. walking and or running to yes. a place. Um, okay. Not fighting along the way, just right. walking or running to a place. Um, okay. I don't really understand what, what why the game is good <laughs> at this point. Because um, mm. like the beginning of the game, you have to do slowly do that escort mission where you walk yes. really slowly with a with an ox that can die and did die. And then and then you get to the city and you have to run back and forth in the city to talk to different people. And then you accept okay. a mission and it's like explore a cult. So you have to run to like seven or eight different waypoints around the city. Um and just talk to people. You're not fighting. You're yeah. just talking. And then they right. were like, okay, cool. Now go up to the northern bit and do a thing and i literally took me 15 minutes to run from the city to the northern bit place and i was like okay i'm not playing this anymore um am i missing something um boy my memories of this game are incredibly incredibly vague Mm -hmm. but i will say i remember more fighting than running over time i'm vaguely recalling boring stuff happening in that city um and i am assuming that the ratio of walking to fighting changes quite a bit over time like it is definitely a game where walking around the countryside is part of the fun of the game like they just the director was just saying you know we're not doing fast travel in in the new game because we 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 don't want to make it a game about fast travel but rather a game where you know the journey's part of the destination Mm -hmm. kind of thing so i know that that at least is intentional but i recall it being more breath of the wild, like where I'm like walking and then I fight a camp of bandits and then I run away from them and I'm in a tower and then a griffin zooms by and I start fighting the griffin. I, I don't remember long periods of just boring walking. Well, uh, yeah, that's a good point. And I should say along the walk up to the northerny bit, which took 15 minutes, I did run yeah. into things, um, right. but they were all just like bandits 
and okay. I fought them, and then there was more bandits, and I fought them, and there was more bandits. Okay. Like I didn't run into anything interesting. Right. Um, I'm vaguely recalling that walk. Yeah. yeah, and and this is this. I you know I, I understand that beginnings of especially with big beginnings of Japanese games are yes. can typically be very boring and slow. Um, but yeah. boy, is this one really that? Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I am struggling with it. And, and then I switched over to Devil May Cry Five, and it was like pew, 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 demons, well, yeah, explosions, yeah. shooty shoot, pew, yeah. wow, Devil May Cry, <laughs> and it's like oh, this is <laughs> so much better. Um, yes. I yes. I have not written off Dragon's Dogma because as a as a good human as opposed to when I was back then not yeah. a good human I I want yeah. to give this game a fair shake. Um, yeah. So I will probably do one more long play session of it and and maybe yeah. I will do a little bit maybe I'll try a little harder to actually explore the countryside instead of just running. Um, right. It's also kind of ugly. So like it's pretty old at this point. Yeah. And it wasn't why, even really a looker when it came out. Why is it wanted to play this? Like what is it that drew drove you to get into it? Honestly, it's mostly because Stephen and Brian liked it so much. Um, pa- like past the, tense, well, like they're the, not the specific trigger it. was that me, uh, we were talking with a friend and we were talking about Monster Hunter, I think. Monster Hunter World. Yes. And you're like, man, I would love to play Monster Hunter if it had the combat of Devil May Cry. And I'm like, well, there is this game called Dragon's Dogma where you fight monsters from the combat director of Devil May Cry. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you should mm-hmm. check that out. And so that was kind of the trigger for it. And then it was on sale. And uh, so it kind of goes deeper than that, though. That was the catalyst to start it. But then then it became this this source of um, personal uh, journey where I then remembered that I used to crap on the game back in the day and you guys liked it so much. So this was also Ben. I think I feel like a a journey for me to explore <laughs> something that I didn't back then. Um, yeah. And giving my best shot to see if I can enjoy something that I didn't back as a young adult yeah. or AKA an idiot. Uh, That's yeah. funny. And, um, right, giving it a fair shake. We love that. Yeah. I'm really trying. Yeah. I, I've, I am, I want to be the guy who tries everything like the, like the yeah. gazelle says in, in, um, in Zootopia. Uh, so wow, that, you know what a, what a call that what a Shakira call out. We love that. I dude, that <laughs> that's an awesome gazelle right there. I love that movie so much. Um, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I just yeah. I, I really wanted to give it a shot. Um, because yeah. I I it's the same reason I play the Souls games because I can see that yes. there's a cool game there. Um, but then I don't get into it and it's yeah. fine, you know. But I, at least I tried. Yeah, that's all I care about. So yeah, I'm really curious to go back to Dragon's Dogma as well because it's one of those games that like I only I I have like mostly positive associations with it but i could not like sit down with someone and articulate why dragon's dogma is a good game because <laughs> mm, it's just been so long since i played it um and uh, what i recall at the time of playing it was i really loved all the quirkiness the kind of the the kind of monster hunter-esque kind of mm-hmm. goofy japanese medieval world with the pawns and all that i remember it being very likable i remember um the world being very um like giving you a lot of space to breathe and like at night it gets like really dark and it uh you can barely see so you have to pull your lantern out and doing these kind of like immersive world things that other games would like tend towards convenience and not do Mm -hmm. and i remember that and then i remember the combat being super fun and way more like a cool uh action combat system than uh, almost any rpgs especially open world rpgs would do so those are kind of the vague things I remember, but I don't like really remember how all of that fits together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. I, and I think all of those things are there 
the city's kind of bad. The city is incredibly yeah, I, I gray. The city being the most the time when I would want to stop playing the most is walking around the city. Yes, and that was a good solid hour, yeah. unfortunately, in that stupid oh, city. That uh, maybe yeah. a little less, maybe like forty-five minutes, but yeah. still. Uh, and so. Yeah. But I need to maybe go back in with an eye for looking at the war at the world outside of the city uh, right. as an exploration tool rather than a traversal tool. Um, yeah, and I will do that. I will give it one more shot. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm curious to go back to it as well. But I did play. You know, it was like five years before Breath of the Wild came out. Like that's true. Open yeah. world games have developed since then, and I might it might not be as novel now going back to it as it was for me back in. In 2012, I think I was seeing glimmers of the kinds of things Breath of the Wild did later mm -hmm. and better in that game, which is one reason I was so amped for it. And games were just generally bad in 2012, too. Exactly. Um, there was so little to so little that sparked that sense of exploration discovery. Yes. That I was just starving for it. And that mm -hmm. game was a was kind of a bright spot. But I'm not I really don't know how well it holds up now. So I'm I'm excited to go back. And the other trigger is the sequel for it is coming out in like. Yes. A couple months, so. Oh, uh, and. Yes. Are you guys interested in getting into it? Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to. Uh, okay. To play the sequel when it comes out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let me know when it comes out because that I I yeah. after I was googling it while Cameron was talking about it, like because I, I you said Dragon's Dogma, and I was like, oh, and my brain immediately was like, oh, that's Yakuza, and I was like, what? Game? <laughs> yeah, not not the same. There game, are clearly. some similarities, a little bit, but no, the different games. Like yeah. a Dragon's Dogma, basically, is like what you your, yeah, your brain. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's the episode title. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, you did it! Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> like a dragon's dogma that is so good <laughs> yeah I, I i only reason i'm interested in it honestly is because i basically like everything capcom does right now um yes. and i especially like if this is the game from the guy who yeah. he made devil may cry in five in order yeah. to be given permission to make dragon's dogma that means that yeah. he's gonna make it's a better crazy. game than dmc5 which was already a crazy good game so like yeah. it that's pretty enticing just by itself. So I'm very, I've, yeah, I'm very curious to see where realized, it lands. As I mentioned to you before, that this has become year of the Capcom for me by accident, where I am planning to play Dragon's Dogma, then I started playing Monster Hunter, and then I am playing Street Fighter VI. I'm like, well, I'm only playing Capcom games this year. Mm -hmm. um, but they're great. I love Capcom. They're all great. Are, you should go play yeah. Resident Evil 7. I think that's really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ben should not play Resident Evil like, Seven ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, no I uh, even uh, there's there's yeah. video out of it and so that that game and I don't get along well. Right, that's fair. I played that now. in VR. It was quite scary. Oh, did you? Uh, when you were visiting once, I played through the intro in VR. Cameron, did oh, you right. speed run it in VR? Yeah, <laughs> that's horrifying. Like, oh, okay, yeah. We don't need to go back into how much I hate horror, but good for you, man. Yeah, yeah. I beat Resident Evil no, Seven ten a, times. An interesting, like, side topic I'd be curious about, which is, what is your guys' opinions on jump scares in video games? Um, I, I don't know. I've not experienced that many. I hear that there's a no, jump scare in a game. Had, with, okay, no, like I, I don't play games that are horror. Like oh, you just all. don't even do them. Yeah, no, yeah. I no, absolutely none. So my opinion is no. Yeah, <laughs> just no. Opinion <laughs> is no. I like it. I I think I like that. Okay, for example, the super giant games. Um, mm. the like the um super giant is that super massive. No. Super super massive. Super massive. Because super giant is like Bastion. No, no, that's right. Well, now I'm confused. Now you've confused I always me. Get them mixed up. Yeah, super, no, super massive games super massive okay. the well, people super, who make the horror games clash of clans 
No, not that. (laughs) Those aren't scary. Clash of Clans. The the, the monetary cost of the packs are the scary bit. Right. Okay. I know the games you're talking about. Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Those games are the worst um, for jump scares because nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I I shouldn't say nothing because I've only played. I played Until Dawn about halfway through and I played a couple of their weird episodic things and I played a little bit of the quarry. The. They rely entirely on jump scares. Um, that's yeah. their whole shtick. Like they're not very good at like anything really. Yeah. Those games, and so all they do is go boo, boo. Are you scared? Yeah. Boo. Are you scared? Boo. And it's like yeah. this is not scary, and it's really frustrating. Yeah. However, I think there. I can't remember exactly. Like I can't think of an example right off the top of my head. Yes. Maybe something in Resident Evil Seven. But there are if you, a jump. Okay. There's two. There's like three kinds of jump scares. There's the ones that yeah. just happen over and over and over, and then you get tired of them. Yeah. There's the ones where there's this incredible, intense buildup, and yeah. this buildup, and this buildup, and then you get jump scared. But then there's yeah. the there's the, the actual good. I think that's also bad. Then there's this yeah. good one, the good jump scares where nothing particularly scary is happening, and there's not a buildup, yeah. and then you're jump scared, but like yeah. only one singular time. That um, I think a great example of that for me is in Prey when you're doing the um fake uh like test for the touchscreen i yeah. don't know if you remember that yep. that's yep. a really good example of one it's one time it's a gag and it's why you're doing something incredibly mundane so it tricks mm-hmm. your brain to completely falling asleep and then boom they attack you yes and that is the like, only kind of good jump scare it's really annoying me because it's it's uh, the scene it transitions where it changes to like the 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 like faces on the screen the screen transitions yeah yes yes i hate that because it's just incredibly jarring they use it way too often and it doesn't feel earned at all and i just start getting annoyed at the game i'm like stop this isn't fun (laughs) like that is don't that is a loading screen just in case you didn't know um really yes those are loading screens and so that's why it happens as much as it does is because it's a loading screen yeah yeah because it often has a uh, state change when it does that yep and i agree with you i think first of all i do have to say the sound design for it is really cool well that's Um, the problem is it's great so it does legitimately make me jump yes really good sound design yep but then you're right i i I was streaming it to some friends as i was playing and all of them were like could you turn it down a little bit you're scaring me every single time yeah like yeah Um, i don't love that not well put together i think i think if they had a regular loading screen fuzzy static and then like once in a while did the scary sound it would be a lot better totally it's just overuse of it and it goes from being scared to being annoyed it's like oh this is frustrating so yeah i I pretty much agree with you i think you nailed it on how to use jump scares in games and i remember reading somewhere before i played alan wake 2 that they're like this game way overuses jump scares and i'm like that's interesting i never i never thought that about alan wake then i started playing this one i'm like no you're totally right they super do yeah it Um, might be all those those transitions i'm not sure but yeah because the rest of the game's not scary really at all no it's pretty much just well (laughs) there's there's some moments as alan later on have you right. discovered yet what the what the mechanic for Alan's sections are? You mean the light? No, not actually. The light's really cool, but the, something the, else. The different verbs, like changing states with by changing words for scenes. Yes. Okay. Cool. So you yeah. do know that. That first of yeah. all, that's a really cool system. It's so a great ben, idea. So Ben, just so you are kind of are with us here, that this is not a scary bit, so you should like it. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all be, ears. You'll be standing in a room <laughs> as Alan. 
and he'll say, the carpet was red, the stained with blood, there was mannequins in the corner, and, and the, oh my gosh, there's no dead bodies, and then he'll open his Mind Palace book, and he'll go, no, 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 this is not how it happened, and he'll rewrite the scene. Oh, interesting. And, and, then, it, and then the scene will change, and it'll be, now there was dead bodies everywhere, and there was, but the blood was gone, and there's scrawlings all over the wall, and then you'll read the wall right. writings, and, you, and then Alan will go, no, that's not quite right either, and he'll change another thing, and the scene will change again, and you have to go back and forth between the scenes to solve puzzles and explore, and it's super cool. Yeah. Wow. That, the game yeah, plays a lot neat. with state transitions, mm -hmm. and I think they they use it really well for puzzle solving of like switching between yep. different states. And yeah, I wish really the whole game was idea, Alan. I think for me, yeah. the idea of um the diegetics of it, like that that yeah. menu and that yes. having like an Im, like the fourth wall breaking. I always love when video games do that. It's such a neat yeah. thing yes. that only this art form can really do. Totally. Yep. They Remedy is the king of that, and Alan is the perfect character for it because he's a, a thriller novel writer. Yes. You're actually playing as a writer, like rearranging the world through writing, and it's it's oh. a really really cool conceit. Honestly, I um, I would never ever recommend you play Alan Wake, Ben, because it is pretty spooky. But yeah. man, if you like the fourth wall stuff, Alan Wake yeah. is the game for it. Um, yeah. it's very cool how what they do, uh, and even Saga, the other character who I don't like as much, still has yeah. some of that crazy fourth wall stuff where she like oh, yeah. she sees a, she sees a guy and she's interrogating him, and then she'll go into her mind palace and be like, okay, hold on, this guy is clearly lying to me. She's thinking this, and she's like, how do I get this guy to you know? She talks through the problem to the player, and then comes back into real life, quote unquote, and and figures out how he was lying. It's it remedy is the yeah. king of incredibly interesting concepts that fail yeah. to realize on on in the game um yeah. i think they just never have gotten that right unfortunately yeah yeah i pretty much agree with that i find remedy and actually super giant very very similar as developers in that sense so yep. i think super giant actually their bastion slash hades gameplay is quite good oh other oh super, super giant okay got it yeah i thought i definitely thought you meant super massive again um, right, you know that, that's fair too um but yeah i find super super giant like has these amazing concepts and then has trouble making gameplay that like really lands with them. So it thought, sounds like they did that for Hades. I thought Bastion was incredibly yeah. good. Like I said, I think Bastion was good, but then they kind of got off the beaten path with Pyre and what's it called? Transistor. Uh, Transistor. Yeah, Transistor. Yeah. It's a weird one. Very cool. Like, consistently awesome ideas, though. Just like Yeah, that. yeah. Sorry. And speaking, amazing of, music. speaking of Hades, because that is a top 10 game for me, uh, <laughs> Hades, Hades 2 releases in quarter two of this year, and I'm so oh, excited. Oh, man, I forget that's so close. I'm very excited for I'm, you. So yeah. that's an interesting question, actually. As a Supergiant fan before Hades, and mm -hmm. as someone who doesn't actually like Hades, that, well, I love the story. What can they do for Hades 2 to make it different enough? Is it is it enough to just add new items and a new weapon for the new character? Or do they have to do something special to make this game special, Ben? Uh, so I, I didn't play uh, Bastion or Pyre until I had played Hades. Oh, you um, went back. Yeah, I went backwards. Uh, I nice. loved Hades. And you say new weapons. Each of the weapons has four aspects. There's like. 20 plus different weapons in Hades like yeah I mean the... more new weapons yeah okay yeah more new weapons I guess like because it's a roguelike unless you're speed running it and trying to min max it um I I felt like it had immense replayability the actual gameplay loop uh was really fun like so like winning different like, like the actual fighting like I always felt like it, there was a beautiful flow state it was really mm. responsive um yeah I, I I'm surprised to hear you didn't like it I didn't like the roguelike aspect of it. Um, I, I, the first three runs up to Meg, 
were super fun. Um, like honestly, some of the most fluid 2D gaming gaming I've ever played. Uh, I yeah. had an absolute blast. And then it kept on asking me to do the same thing over and over again, and I can't handle that. Um, it's the repetition for me that that drives me insane. If it was a s- linear single player story driven game that ended. I would have yeah. I would have thought Hades was a top game as well. I, think I, just like the I like is games having a linear story and then putting a roguelike mode in. Uh like God of War did. God of War did that to some extent. Um Last of Us too. Not Pentiment. Shoot, what's the name? Inscription mm. did that to some extent. Um Last yeah, of Us I just, 2. I don't dope. play single player story driven games. I play roguelikes. And if they happen mm, to have a right. dope story and I can like <laughs> yeah. the characters, then that's even better. Like <laughs> so I that- presented it. I got all of the achievements. Oh wow. wow. Like I didn't know that. Wow. It is a fantastic I, I I did speed runs for the game. Like I, I loved this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then what would a Hades 2 have to be? to be diff- better and different from the if first one. They could they they could do nothing except for change out which uh what options I've been given and write uh, like, like they could literally just change out which spells each god offers you and yeah, I would buy you just it. Want I would more. spend so much money on it. This like, is why they're yeah. making a Hades 2. Yeah. 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 100%. <laughs> like, I'm part of the community who's like, yeah, you could have just released DLC for Hades and I would have bought yeah. it, but no, you're making it with, I assume, another great storyline, another really yeah. interesting set of characters, beautiful artwork. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm gonna lose myself in this game. I'm so yeah. excited. I mean, the thing, mm. the thing that's so, like, Hades Two is the pretty much correct decision for them to make is they made an incredible new thing, which is this story driven, roguelike. Um, no one else has done it let alone done it better since then and people actively want more it's not like they've been putting a lot in there so like it's the perfect scenario to do a sequel yeah and because it's not like the world has passed them by brian i think that one of the things you said that actually holds a ton of weight is that no one else has done it better like stardew valley came out and it created this huge flood of cozy games farming sims yeah there's now farming in everything right and the fact that no one else has created the uh the hades killer or like the next no. thing in this evolution means that they still yeah. currently as of yet have cor- cornered the market on this yeah. type of game which is crazy given how many roguelikes are out there there's but so there's many roguelikes, nothing that does hades oh it's so yeah. good it's so it's so good <laughs> yeah well i'm very excited for you um Thanks. and cameron good to know that you didn't like it i uh yeah i i'd love to talk about this more at some point and or like play it with you and figure out what what parts you didn't like because the roguelike elements are what i love Mm -hmm. i i mean i will tell you what did i spend on twenty dollars on it thirty dollars how much did it cost Mm -hmm. i it was worth the price i paid to play the amount i did um that's how good the story is like the story is incredibly good and i had like i I put like 15 hours into it 10 hours it makes me very excited because the the writer greg kasavin i've been following him since like he wrote for GameSpot in like 2004. I read his reviews for games as a kid and he was always like my favorite editor and writer at GameSpot. And so it makes me so happy to see him finding so much success in game development. Mm-hmm. Um, having followed him for like 20 years. So, yeah. And then, yeah, they, then they also have Darren Korb, who's like my favorite yes. musician, uh, video game musician. He's amazing. Basically oh of gosh, all time. He's, he's he, it's like he has a he has the finger on yeah. the pulse of what I like in music. Uh, and talk about another person that no one does what he does better than him. Like, yeah, it's his. They have so many house styles. Like their art style is unique to them. Their music is unique to yep. them. Their writing is unique to them. Um, and yeah, 
So, and all of this, all of the things we just said, is why it's so funny. We have the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Is why yeah. I'm frustrated that they're making yeah. Hades two because I want right? a new game from Supergiant. <laughs> I want a different game. So, which did you yeah. like, Pyre? Did you like Bastion? Like, which which of those two Bastion. did you like more? I loved Bastion. Yeah. Bastion okay. is amazing, and that's funny because Bastion is basically a single player Hades. It's a that's, single player Hades. Yeah, we yeah. want. Yeah, basically, Karen and I want a Bastion two. Yeah, um. I would not have opposed to a Bastion two because what that's telling right. me is, like, if they had, if they said Hades two is coming out and it's it is a single single player story driven game that doesn't have a roguelike aspect i'd be like yeah it's very specifically yeah. the roguelike part that i am having issues with so i don't care yeah. that they're repeating they're, they're they're repeating themselves i care right. that they're repeating themselves in a genre i don't like yeah <laughs> okay yeah. that makes sense because you yeah, you, yeah. you liked something they did before and you would like more of that and you feel like mm -hmm. you're being uh cheated out of that make, that makes a ton of sense yeah, yeah, cheated. You know, obviously, I don't. I'm not owed anything. Um, and yeah. I'm actually g genuinely happy for people like you who love Hades because there's a lot more people like you than there is of me. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm happy yep. for you guys. Um, it just like when the announcement hit, like whatever, whenever it was during the video game awards or something, I was like, yeah. "Come on, man!" Ah! <laughs> and then I was better, yeah. and it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was better. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a momentary lapse in judgment that's great um all right speaking of a momentary lapse in judgment i think we should go into mid segment okay that's a scary segue <laughs> all right so i i thought we might have a little bit more time uh so we're gonna do a shortened version of this but i mean we don't have to stop at exactly an hour um, yeah hit us with the the the, the tough yeah. questions like what's your favorite color <laughs> oh so, boy so like, as kevin gives it away there we're gonna be doing the newly fred ga friend game uh it's a you're newly fred sorry go ahead Ben. oh, oh geez it's a, it, we're gonna doing a take on uh i have now perused the internet uh, gone through about 600 different questions. Uh, oh man, picked oh out my the ones God. that I wanted. Well, I mean, I went through listicles that were like 150 a piece, so it wasn't fair know, enough. Four mm -hmm. different websites mm -hmm. or whatever. Yep. Um, and I pulled out ones that I thought would be fun because uh, the newlywed game is like <clears> where you quiz uh, newlyweds and you try to start fights by asking them if they <laughs> know pieces about about each other. I mean, if you want to start a fight between me and Cameron, you don't need much Tinder. Um, I, yeah. I mean, there's there's a there's a there's a few questions in here, but uh, we're gonna be quizzing right. each other. Uh, Cameron okay. and Brian, mm -hmm. um, I would I would ask you to give me a synopsis of your friendship, but that's actually the first question. When oh. and how did you two first meet? Um, and so the oh. way that we're gonna do so all of these different all of these questions are gonna have like slightly different. We're gonna have to like you know mess with the rules as we go. Mm -hmm. Um, right. Because like in this instance, only one of you needs the answer, and then the other one can either right. confirm or be like, no, you're wrong. Ah. Um, okay. so, uh, pick a number between one and I 10, see. four, oh, uh, seven, it was seven. All right, Brian, you're going first. Oh. So you All get right. to answer cool. Cameron, you can confirm. So when, okay. and how did you two first meet? Perfect. So when and how, um, when was, and I actually think this is a point of contention because we have gone back and forth on whether it was <laughs> 2011 or 2010 <laughs> many, many times. Yeah. 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 Um, so in 2010 to 2011, yeah. <laughs> somewhere in that range mm -hmm. um steven came to me and was like hey we should stop doing this weird two-person podcast we had at the time where just steven and i were doing a podcast please reconnect like, controller you should come what please reconnect controller please reconnect controller the yep. best podcast name that's hey, awesome. not bad actually 
Yeah. Anyway, uh, and he's like, you should come on this uh, podcast I'm doing with these weird people I met on a forum. Um, and there's, <laughs> I know a couple of guys like from Kentucky who play video games. Um, and I'm like, OK, cool. So we started doing a podcast together. Uh, Stephen was kind of the host ringleader. I was just coming in as his brother. And most of my relationship with Cameron and and Zach was just, you know, recording the episode with them and saying bye, recording the episode with them and saying bye uh, when we're done recording. And then at some point, I think within the first year to year and a half, Cameron and I like played some Minecraft together. And so we would talk mm. a little more about doing oh, that. Wow. And then they. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I just yeah, yeah. You guys also had me play Minecraft with you in like 2015. Yes, when I joined. That was around that same time. Wow. We were all on okay. the whale server and maybe like Cameron and I stayed on longer or something and we would chat more and kind of mm -hmm. talk about life some. And then the big thing was then we started playing StarCraft two together regularly. Mm -hmm. And that's what got us to actually like, we had this thing to do that we needed the other to do with because we were 2v2 partners and trying to learn and play StarCraft. And that pretty much set the track for the rest of our friendship, which is recording podcasts together and then finding these games to play together and ram our head against learning and playing them yep. mm -hmm. and chatting back and forth. Um, so that's that's my summary, Cameron. Would you? Yeah. So uh, I think you're mostly correct. I will give okay. one anecdote of the first time I can recall ever knowing that you exist. Um, OK, I know I he probably heard about you before this, but right. the like from my recall, the first time I ever talked to you, like directly to you rather than Steven, okay. was I think 20 summer of 2011 because I was yeah. home from college and mm. your what was your name was Lord Meldor yes. on Steam. And yes. I had a friend named Lord Traith. And okay. I thought oh, right. I clicked on Lord Traith's yeah. uh, messaging uh, at you yep. know in Steam. And I, I asked you by accident a bunch I of questions this. about PC building. And yeah. you were like, I don't know, man. Have you tried Googling it? And I'm like, wait a <laughs> sec. This is but it took me like five minutes yeah. of talking to you to, to realize you weren't the guy who knows about computers. You were Wait, was this before we'd even talked on a podcast? Yeah. This is just yep. you yep. somehow friended me because of Steven. Well, I'm pretty sure we I friended you because of Steven, yes. Um yeah, that's hilarious. And, and then I then I mis mistook you for somebody else. And then then yeah. you were right. We recorded we started recording the podcast in September or something yeah. of 2011. But then you did have your years wrong, Ryan. I was okay. also going to say StarCraft was our first time becoming actually good though, friends. Right? That was 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Y you thought you said it was after 2015. Um, no, 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 no. I didn't. If I said that, that's not what I actually think. I totally okay. know it's 2012. Gotcha. Because you said we played Minecraft first and that's not what happened. Um, oh, I thought I thought we played some Minecraft. Maybe that was before the Whales are Whales server, though. Um, if, I thought we played some Minecraft together. But if you're we right. did, you're I don't right. remember it. Been joining and all that would have been way later. Yeah, because yeah. we I started thought, playing I, Minecraft. You guys I mean, had like an established friend group by that point. Oh yeah. Yes. You're, yeah. 2012 was when we played Starcraft. That, like, that was also then, something I got to do with you guys, and was like yeah. the first conversation. Stephen like, is very yeah. dogged about every couple years being like, we should all play Minecraft and try to get all his friends in a Minecraft server. He's, mm -hmm. he's done that multiple times. That's awesome. And we've, we've played um, multiple times for a day or two, yeah. you know, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, um, but um, you're but right. Yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say the start of our friendship was September 2011 and the start of our best friendship was, yeah. well, actually it was like January 2013 is what it was. Yeah. 
And that's okay. that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, how close were we, Ben? Do we get a point? I yeah, I don't get, know how it works. the points don't matter. So yeah, you oh, get a point. Yay! Yay! Point. <laughs> All right. Uh question for each of you. And this yes. is this is again not necessarily trying to like start a fight, right. but I'm curious. Back then, did you guys think you would end up being friends for this long? Uh, I don't know. I remember when I first talked to you on the podcast, I, mm -hmm. I thought you were just a younger Steven. Uh, <laughs> and I, cause I didn't, I, we were just like, to we weren't fair, even, you were, <laughs> to be fair, most people think I'm an older Steven. So like, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, well, we, yeah. we see that we, we met in a weird way because yeah. we weren't chatting we weren't just chit chatting right. and, and getting to know each other we were doing a show immediately yeah. and so it, I, I i will i will adjust the question did i think i would be podcasting with cameron for this long no <laughs> that's a great yeah, that's a solid question <laughs> absolutely not yeah okay. and then cameron, i could not have imagined yeah i couldn't have imagined our podcast going on forever that no. i think i was gonna be friends with you at, at very first i didn't wasn't really sure what to think of you but once we yeah. started playing starcraft and i started yeah. to understand you better absolutely yeah totally i think one of the other really early games we played together was diablo i remember playing diablo 3 together um, oh very, my very god you're right we played that, that in the like summer of 2012 because i remember like talking to you when it was our first time just like having small talk about zach and different stuff and how you're you, right you knew each other and yeah that yep was that was it uh because yeah. I, we we all three played diablo 3 together yeah. on launch when it was super broken that was and, like early summer 2012 and, and once we started chatting we it was very natural and easy to talk to each other and i think it made us much better podcasters once we started our friendship outside of the yes podcast. agreed um, so to answer your you question, met? Ben. Hold, sorry, like, yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, just to answer your question, no. Uh, yeah. I did not no. think this podcast would go on this long, but yes, <laughs> I, I assumed we would, we would stay friends. Yeah. Okay, I Same. love that. Uh, this is not part of the thing. This is my own curiosity. How old were you guys when you met? Uh, I don't know. Take wait, Brian's age plus two. 2011. I was like 17. So I okay. must have been, I, I was 19 then, yeah. yeah. I, I think I thought you guys were younger, but that, regardless, like, yeah. Well, Just how old you, Ben? Maybe 16. I was maybe 16. Uh, I turned 30 later this year. That's right. I knew that. So, yeah. yeah, you're only like a year or two. No, you guys are the same age, right? I'm, I'm uh, I turned 30 earlier, so Ben's a little bit younger. Yeah, right. almost the same age. Got it. And I'm yeah. only a year ahead. Perfect. So, yeah, we're all about the same age. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. As all we right. get older, our ages get feel like they get closer together. It's less yeah. of a difference. They kind of do. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, like even though time is linear, they are parallel lines in the terms of how much time. The proportional less. distance becomes oh, less. Yeah. distance is significantly less. Yeah, I yeah. hate right. this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what is your friend's shoe size? God, oh, <laughs> I don't even know if I know my shoe size. <laughs> well, so that's unhelpful, Brian. Because we're about to, we're about to I think I know. Cameron's I think answer. I know. <laughs> okay, um, I have a I'm very important have distinction. Hold on, hold here. on. I have a very important distinction. Uh, I have. Yeah. I wear. Crocs are a different size than regular shoes. Crocs are not. Do you shoes. own any regular shoes? No, I only own Crocs. <laughs> Wait, seriously? I have a clog pair of Crocs. I have a work pair of Crocs, and I have a running pair of Crocs. You're insane. Yeah, that's insane. Cameron, what? How about we go for, about what your shoe size was before you started buying Crocs? Dude, that's been like 10 years. I don't know. Do <laughs> you know how much his feet have grown in the last 10 years? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have, I an, do have my actual shoe here, so I have my actual okay. shoe size. All right, you know, uh, Cameron, you're up first. What, what, yeah, uh, yeah, what's yeah. Brian's shoe size? I've never, like, I have a friend who is like about as tall as Brian, and I actually actively noticed that his foot was huge. 
I have yeah. not noticed that Brian's feet were particularly huge. Feet feet. Right. And so I'm going to guess a nine and a half. Okay. Um, um, do you want to guess first, Brian? Yeah, uh, I'll guess first. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that gives me some... some so I'm going to. What do I do with the Croc shoe size? Uh, just thing? forget all that. Just <laughs> guess my actual smaller. All right, I'm going to go with an eight and a half for Cameron. Okay. Okay, Brian. What shoe size are you? We had a nine and a half guess from Cameron. Um, eleven and a half. Oh, oh dang it! You do have like pretty big feet. Sizes larger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he Cameron, does have pretty big feet. Dang it! Non-crocked shoe size. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm not going to answer that because I only wear Crocs. My Croc okay. shoe size is eight and a half Yay, <laughs> <point> for me <laughs> that's crazy you're 11 and a half dang it i knew tall people yep. always have big feet yeah, tall people have big feet tall people on their darn feet freaking people you above need, six you need foot. a lot of surface area to keep yourself standing when you're this tall or you'd fall over all i don't time. know about all that <laughs> that's how it works uh-huh. all right guys we're gonna, uh, we're gonna all right uh, what's in the next an attempt question to not then? make this go forever we're gonna do some yeah. like some rapid fire ones. okay so, yeah like right. one sentence or less got it yeah all right so uh cameron what is uh-huh. Brian's full name? Brian J. Kelly. I think the J stands for John. Stands for John. That is okay. incorrect. What really? <laughs> is it? Is it? I, I I have a guess. I don't know if it's correct. Is it though. James? <laughs> Feel free to jump in. Ben. Is it Eugene? You got it. Ben. There it is. <laughs> Wait, your middle name is starting with a J? Stevens is a J. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, I never would have gotten Eugene ever. Not once. Yeah. All right, Brian, yeah. what is Cameron's full name? I mean, I um I don't know. It's Cameron. Uh-huh. Um uh, Cameron <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> I, have, I don't it's even Cameron, have a Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron was that's a solid answer. What's my last I, name, I, Brian? Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I don't know that either. Yes. Cameron Nutter. But in between is like a Cameron. Yeah, just keep saying Cameron. You'll get it eventually. <laughs> Cameron Paul Nutter. I don't know. Paul. <laughs> All right. All right. That, what is, is it? that is incorrect. It is Cameron Stewart Nutter. Stewart. I, I knew that at some point. That. I like it. Uh, yeah, I don't typically. It's my grandpa's name. I, I, I'm sure I said it at the podcast at some point. Yeah. Eugene right. is also my grandfather's name. That would I do guess it. grandfather names get thrown in the middle there pretty often. Yep. Nice. All right. Yep. Uh, Brian, All right, what is Cameron's favorite color? Ah. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Yep. Um, I don't know if you're going to possibly know this. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I'm just going to go with. Uh, is it like a really specific weird color? It's well, every color is specific. What do you well, mean? Like cyan <laughs> versus like red. No, it's it, I would consider it a basic color, but it is an unusual basic color. OK, that's fine. Pink. No. OK, right, well. I, I think we should get the answers before we move on. So, Kimberly, okay, what, what the actual answer color? is silver. It's always my favorite. Oh, color. that's a good answer. Oh, that's I like neat. It. I like yeah. that. All right, Cameron, your turn. Oh, my God. Do you even have a favorite color? I do. You do. What I... vibe does Brian give off? Yeah, mm. like kind of. I kind of have two, oh, but you know one what? does go above the other. Is it happier at home yellow? No, that's a good guess, though. Uh, I don't know. Um, then It is blue. Uh, what, what, okay, well, what kind of blue? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I'm not really picky. Oh, <laughs> I just like blue. All shades of blue. Shades the sky, of blue. sky blue. I mean, sky blue I might go for. Sky like blue is a good one. Yeah. Sky it reminds blue, me of Animal Crossing sky blue for some reason. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. What's what is. Uh, so flipping back, Brian. Yeah. What is yeah. Cameron's favorite animal? Oh, a uh, cat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to know Cameron super well for that one. That's yeah, fair. Cameron, that, what is Brian's favorite animal? I mean, like 
dog? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally own a company about dogs. Well, so yeah, but you didn't own a dog until like last year. That's a fair point. You, you had a it's rabbit fair. for like 10 years. Yeah, rabbit is not my favorite animal. No, right. I don't know how it could be anyone's favorite animal. It's yeah. a rabbit. Cameron, does yes. Brian have any allergies? Yes. He's a yes. very allergic to pollen. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't yeah, think anything yeah, specific only, though. Get, yeah, I think you only need to name one to get the point. Yeah, but like okay. I will throw in a bonus. I'm mildly allergic to cats. Okay, that too. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, you're right. super right. I and feel some allergies right now. In fact, Brian Cameron has all the allergies. He sent me his allergy battery test. He got done, yeah. <laughs> and it's everything. Cameron is at least mildly allergic to everything that exists. He's completely right. My wow. <laughs> The battery like test tested for like 50 things and like I needles to give yourselves allergy shot allergy shots while you were here. I am well aware of Cameron's allergies. Yeah, he's completely 100 percent right. Yeah, I actually <laughs> didn't know that about you. So good. To, yeah, good, good to it aware. only happened last year. I mean, did I tell you, man, that I was doing the allergy shots? No, I yeah, I completely missed that section. Oh, nope. yeah. Basically, I give myself I used to do it every other day. And now I only have to do it twice a week. But I, I literally inject myself with um with uh, what's the word for it? Um. Like immunotherapy, immunotherapy, um, allergens that build the immune immune system of allergies. So I'm hopefully getting over it, you know, but yeah, it's not great. Okay. All right. On to the next question. Uh, Cameron, has Brian ever been out of the country? If so, where? I wait. Yes, he has. He went to Mexico once. I think he did a trip to Mexico because I remember him going off the grid for like, a, I don't know, at least a couple of days. And he came back and he was like, I spent a bunch of time in the actual wilderness where there was no electricity or Internet. And it was amazing. And I saw the stars and it was so cool. Ryan, is that correct? You are so close, man. It I wasn't in New Mexico. Mexico. Ah, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> but you're so right about the trip. I still remember seeing the stars, and I want to do that again sometime. Yeah, that's a um, fail, though. That's a yeah, fail. I think you should have remembered that recently when you got your passport. I'm like, I don't have a passport. You know, I should have thought that. I feel like I would have known that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so for Cameron, I'm going to say, well, I know that you only just recently got your passport. Mm. So I'm trying to think if there would be anything before that. I'm just going to say Alaska is a different country. <laughs> mm, so I'm say no, you have not been out of the country that is incorrect I, how do you think oh. i got to the united states in a car oh, right of course you drove through canada yeah did you, man did you need a passport for that you didn't used to um you oh, do now dang it all right Cameron, uh, starting after 9 11 yeah have you been oh. to any other countries aside from canada i have not but okay this is the year i am changing yeah. that i got my passport i'm going to japan <laughs> oh that's exciting yeah, yeah, very excited. Um, but yeah, besides Canada, which is just right, more Alaska yeah. up that far That's north. It's not so. a different country. Nah, it Canada sucks. is just America. <laughs> okay. America's right. hat. That's American DLC. Yep. America, the, America's hat, America's attic, America DLC. I love all I'm of sure those names for Canada. Canadians love this. This is probably yeah, yeah. so no, nice to for them. all our Canadian listeners, screw you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Edgar Allen is Canadian, so we don't have to worry about he's it. He's not. Okay. He's British, yeah. I think. Exactly. So he doesn't wow. care about any of this. Mm. All right, all right Cameron. Next. Mm-hmm. Uh, name two items that Brian mm. always carries with him and or he wouldn't leave the house without. Um, well... I would first of all like to say nothing because he often leaves his crap all over the place. <laughs> You're so right. It's so 
super true. I mean, Didn't literally I when I was my there. my phone at the pool? Like, yeah, like I would yeah. have a mental breakdown if I left yeah. my phone You're, anywhere. The, the correct answer, Cameron, is zero. You nailed it. Yeah, that's, actually, yes. that's really funny. I didn't but, know that about Brian. If if I had to give actual answers, yeah. uh, it's funny. I, I know when Brian's coming because I hear his keys jingle. Yes. Um, yes. And then, I mean, probably his phone. Yeah, his phone. Yeah. Or you know what? Yeah, you know what? No, no, no. His wallet. For some reason, yeah. I saw a lot of your wallet because it's so yeah. big and ridiculous that you always took it out of your pocket because it was uncomfortable, I assume. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's big and ridiculous. It's a pretty thin wallet, but it is like leather, so it's not one of those crazy tiny ones. Oh, okay. But, I just remember yeah, being like I know what you mean, and the key thing, yeah, I basically have a janitor keys for my job, and so yes. I just put oh, them on my that uh, makes a lot of on sense. My jeans. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right. Uh, and for then Cameron, I know his phone for sure, because he yeah. freaks out like crazy. And then you forgot the passcode to it, which was oh, amazing. That was so scary. Uh, <laughs> and then I, I'm just going to assume your wallet goes with you most places, but I assume it's a very small wallet yeah i have I, so i have it when i leave the house i have he's right uh, i have a i have a tap system where i do where i go tap yep. tap phone tap tap wallet keys. tap tap keys tap tap yep. chapstick uh, oh, four things. right forgot about the chapstick yeah that's true never okay. leave home yep. without those four things See, yep. i was curious yeah. if either of you oh. guys were like po- uh pocket knife guys or uh mm. flashlight guys for me no. i always have a pair of wireless uh headphones yes oh, no, yeah. i started I actually well. yes, i started I to because I, I started to put my airpods in that little teeny pocket on your jeans um, oh, yeah. they really? fit perfectly the in there yeah nice. um that's been really handy at work but i that's not yeah. quite a requirement yet for me it's yeah. getting there though okay that's a that's a conditional one for me for sure. mm-hmm all right, and then back to uh, so moving on to the next question, and back to okay. the theme of tra- trying to start fights. What's mm-hmm. something you warn people about your friend? Oh, <laughs> you oh, go first, this Brian. is a good one. Do I go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think something that I've learned to warn people about is that me and Cameron will yell at each other. So if you're <laughs> in the room with us, we might start fighting in front of you. Don't get uncomfortable. Oh, really? Okay. <clears throat> yeah and we actually had this experience recently um yes and i had to tone it down because i realized yeah. that people get uncomfortable when i'm yelling at we Brian. enjoy it yes but it's super fun don't necessarily <laughs> um okay. so i don't this is not a this is not a he's right or not answer or i mean no. round but he's right um yeah. for me i think it's probably the fact that you are not i mean you've never outright told me that you dislike cursing or right or or like crude humor yeah. or anything like that but you've yeah i've always been wary of bringing you around like my xbox friend group like it was it took yeah. a long time to introduce you to evan and ryan yeah uh because yeah. they are the type of people who would who are okay with any amount of obscenities and like super right. super dirty jokes and i know you don't is- actually care but Which I've is always... super funny because around me, Evan has never been obscene at all. Right. <laughs> so I would and never know that. That's by design. People self-censor <laughs> like crazy around me. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, yeah. But I mean, like even even I when we people talk. people are constantly picking up on little factors of whether people do that stuff and, mm-hmm. then, and then changing their behavior based on that. Because like, you're right. I never tell people not to. Right. I, yeah. I, I, and you've, you've never I mean, you've never once. And in the most more recent years, I have started to to let up a little bit. Um, yeah. But like if I jump into a chat with with my cousin's friend group, it's like every other word is yeah. the F word out of my mouth. But right. I, I immediately turn it off, even when I'm in just a private chat with you and not even on a podcast. Yep. I uh, so, yeah, yeah, if I'm introducing you to someone to you beforehand, I yeah. will say, 
Well, look, he doesn't dislike cursing, but if you curse a lot, I don't know, he might get uncomfortable. That's about the only thing right. I can think of. Okay. Yeah. I mean, nope. good, that solid answers, guys. All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cameron, or actually, Brian, back to you. Okay. Name Yay. a single one of Cameron's pet peeves. Oh, God. <laughs> Roguelikes. Who can tell? <laughs> <laughs> That's not um, a pet yeah. peeve, is it? What? That's a perfect example of a pet peeve, no, but I guess I, I can come I, up with it. Other ones. Like um, definitions. Peeves. Definitions? Yeah, Cameron gets really mad about definitions. That I think this is true of a lot of people. But if you try to define something that he cares about and give it a definition that he doesn't necessarily agree with, that will make him very angry. <laughs> I mean, he's Such right. Such as evil is the Souls game. He's okay. right. I don't think I understand what a pet peeve is. <laughs> mm. What I exactly? Mean pet peeve as which is hilarious. We are now oh arguing about the definition. <laughs> I yeah, you're right. It's a definition. You're right. It is uh, a pet peeve. pet peeve as thing that makes someone angry, maybe irrationally angry, but I don't know if that part is necessary. Okay. But maybe isn't like actually that important. Like, okay. It's not like, I don't something, know. Something, I don't know, Ben, you like can define a, the question. Will, What's a pet so peeve? For me, for me, pet peeve is something that will consistently annoy you, like guaranteed yeah. to just kind of like rub you the wrong way. Not like actually make right. you angry, but it's definitely yeah. like, oh, that bothers me. Like every time okay. I see it, it happens often or it's maybe it's a right. habit that a friend has like always bothers totally. me. Okay, okay, then I know what it is for Brian then. Okay, <laughs> what is it for it's, me? It's being purposely, purposefully obtuse. Um, <laughs> the only time I've ever seen you actually like kind of mad at me is when I am mm. digging into a stupid opinion and won't yeah. let go of it. Yeah, and you're like, Cameron, true. you're being dumb. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I am. And you, I love See it. See the know? other perspective. <laughs> yeah. And I refuse. Yeah, no, yeah. I think yep. that probably I can make you angry very quickly by choosing a bad opinion and sticking with yeah. it as much as I can. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's accurate. Those are solid. Um, yep. Okay. Which game show do you think mm. your best friend would be the best at and why mm. now i need to think through game shows so also yeah. i'm happy i'm happy i'm editing this i'm happy to edit any like thinking right, time right. i'm also happy to put the right. jeopardy theme song here because oh my god yes. that's so funny that's, that's really fitting actually um hmm. yeah i like unfortunately my knowledge of game shows is like is um like, I feel like outdated. Uh, sorry, I have one for Cameron. Whatever those ones were, like a Nickelodeon, where you're like running through the slime and doing like an obstacle course. <laughs> I just feel like Cameron would have a feral tenacity in that, and just like climb so fast and like kick another kid in the teeth to knock him off the thing, and just like I, I feel like Cameron would do very well in those. Oh, that's I like that. That's nice. Cameron, I would. Any, any thoughts? I would love to be on like Legends of the Hidden Temple or something. That would right? be exactly awesome. Yeah, yes, uh, even now that, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yes, like Wipeout is just totally so fun. Wipeout has always been a like one where I was like, yeah, I would a hundred percent do that. Sounds like a blast. Yep, yeah. I would even do Ninja Warrior. Like I know I would mm -hmm. fail, but that would be so. I've I've always been wily, and uh, yes, I think I could exactly handle something like that. I yes. I don't know for you, Brian. Like, I feel yeah. like Jeopardy would be a good answer if it was trivia about stuff you knew about. Right. Uh, because I don't you, have that amazing of you, general trivia. You, but you do have really good knowledge of things you're interested in. Yeah. Um, maybe like uh, maybe like that show. Again, it, it kind of has to be tailored a little bit to more of your taste. But there was that singing yeah. show where mm. they would play a song and then they would cut the song off and you had to finish 
the song finish the lyrics right yeah. yeah yeah i think you like if it was a song you knew i think you'd be really good at that but yeah. again you I do, might not know i the do song. play that game quite often where like i'll have steven play me the first half second of a song from my library and see how quick that yeah that's them. yeah that's exactly yeah, where that's i was fun. kind of pulling that from yeah that's um, really fun to do i highly recommend doing that bin with uh it's super yeah fun so like grab their library have them play it and then play it for them see oh, how well they know fun. their library of music mm-hmm. yeah. like it's a really that. fun game yeah yeah all right cool. uh, i guess that's my do, answer yeah we're gonna do two more okay um name something again this is not this is no longer trivia yeah. name something yeah. that you a hundred percent that agree upon oh Name something that so you 100%, 100% agree. So whoever goes first technically has it easier because they might steal the other thing. But like if that ha- if no, you happen I mean, to land, yeah. if you happen mm-hmm. to land on the same thing, like good for you. Oh man, something that we want 100% agree. Oh yeah, because I'm thinking like, because I mean here I'll just give you an example. I thought of Breath of the Wild, but we disagree about the story of Breath of the Wild. That's true. We don't 100. percent We'd have to get more specific. Oh shoot. Ah. Uh, we, we, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we've, become, we've become very good at seeing through our disagreements. It's very rare that we. Yeah, because uh, even if we like, even if we 100 or like 90 percent agree on something, usually right. we'll end up at a spot where we yeah. will have a differing opinion on some aspect of the thing. Yes. Yes, um the exactly. original the original question that i pulled was name three things we 100 percent agree oh, God. on and i, I was like just that's, that's just too many like that's too yeah. many Let's one thing no is too many much. i mean unless it's me and steven but um uh, uh, uh there's gotta be something man it's gotta be something gotta be starting something gotta be starting <laughs> something uh, um oh oh i thought of something okay the steam deck hmm What's your I don't opinion? think we have what, what any is... disagreements about that. We both had very strong, positive impressions of it. Yeah. We both bought one. Okay. Use it similarly. Yeah. I, I, I think we're okay. I want <laughs> it to be cheaper, and I want the OLED version. I agree. Oh. Uh, okay. I want it to be more powerful? I agree, mostly. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, mm. <laughs> you said mostly. <laughs> We've never had an argument about the Steam Deck. Yeah. That's something. You're uh, right. There's one, Cameron. You got, you got right, Cameron, anything no, that you, you think you uh, agree upon with, with Brian? Um, That this question uh, is stupid? Yeah, yes, yes. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. I got the perfect thing. Okay, okay. That's, that, that Switchfoot is the best live band of all time. Yes. 100 yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah. I literally had a dream. I was at their concert last. Wow, night. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the, the the funny thing about it is Ben is I don't actually like Switchfoot that much. They're fine. <laughs> but Brian really loves Switchfoot. It's like his second favorite band, I think. Um yep. but we both agree that their live shows are absolutely unparalleled to and we've yeah. seen a lot of people. Well, I mean, I've seen a lot of people. Brian's seen yeah. a decent amount of people. It was one live. of those things that really surprised me that you loved them that much. So you've good. even seen your favorite band live and you're like, nah, switch with the better live. Switch foot. Yeah, like there's some yeah. people, there's some bands with more excitement and ridiculousness, yeah. but yeah. nothing beats passion for switch foot being passion. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So, well, yeah, yeah. passion is infectious, and especially yeah. as yes. a performer. Like as a performer, that's yeah. what you want. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Coming I've away never from a switch like a a front man more genuinely seem to connect with and love the people he's playing for and that's what just makes them yeah that's fantastic coming away from a switch foot concert leaves you energized you're on cloud nine yep oh that's awesome i'm glad you guys got to have that experience especially like to get like have you guys gotten to have it together no no but we unfortunately oh that's crazy wow all right last one and this one might require a little bit of thinking okay okay 
Uh, describe your partner or your best friend in one word. <laughs> oh, oh geez. One <clears throat> word. Dang, I mean, I, and I, I can't I, say Cameron? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only Cameron in the world. That's also not um, a description. It's not a description, is it? Mm. I like. Can I give a a a verb for my answer? Yeah, absolutely. Because I I, I like immediately it. went into the to a, an area like a, a section okay. of words. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I can switch it from a verb to an adjective. Uh, yeah. I got mine then. Yeah. I'm gonna say listener. Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, that's I, so yeah. good. Yeah, Brian has that ability to just listen, ask solid questions. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yep. He taught me how to listen and to ask questions, uh, well, literally. I didn't know that, that was a transferable <laughs> skill. Damn. Yeah, well, I mean, you did you listen to the Disembodied Voices podcast? Like, I, I, I was, never have, no. Good, never do. I was a piece of garbage. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm not saying Brian was perfect. Um, yeah. I'm sure we all had our flaws, but the, yeah. Stephen and Brian both, Ben, I, I credit them both for teaching me how to listen and to react to conversations and to it discuss things rather than just speak at somebody uh and uh yeah so listener is i think a really good description i, I like that. the idea of going for a like a an active like not mm -hmm. just an adjective but like a role that's a that's a very interesting mm -hmm. for your word that's cool um mm -hmm. it also I like been is a great thinking, description yeah trying to be like okay what Dang it. Now, what do I choose? Mm. It's one word is so hard. A lot hard. rides on this here. This is the I final know. answer. This the final question. This the entire friendship. Mm. Um, yeah, this is for double or nothing, just so you're aware. Oh, oh double of worthless points of nothing or nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. I'm just going to close my eyes. Think of Cameron, and I have to think of a word other than Cameron. <laughs> I don't know why this is so hard for you to think other, thing other, other than Cameron, man. It's just, I say the word Cameron a lot, and so that's You can call me Cam. People are calling me Cam nowadays. <laughs> Um, yeah, I see that. It's your, even your name in the server. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, I'm gonna have, that's gonna take some getting used to. Um, so, the word that I came to is confident. And mm. I know I don't need to add more words, but You're the to. context for that is Cameron, and especially when seeing you in person and spending time with you, you're just really... Like you said the other day when we were talking uh, with with Parker, you're just like, I know my identity. And there's just a sense that you are you and you know you're you and you're cool with that. And it <laughs> makes you a very easy person to be around for me because you often find people are not there. Mm -hmm. But I feel a sense of, yeah, you're just, you're Cameron. That's why I also want to go back to Cameron. That's tangential, <laughs> that's tangential to um, genuine Yes, and, and that's a hundred percent a word I would use to. I know I'm not playing, but like I would a hundred percent use that word to describe Cameron. Yeah, that's a good word too. Yeah, so. well, thank you guys. I it it took a lot of work to get here. Um, yes, I've seen <laughs> it happen over time. Yeah. yeah, and and it, you know, saying it's a it's facade's the wrong word. Uh, yeah. Persona is also the wrong word. But like, it, when I am alone, I yeah. am a very non-starter like i don't even I, like i lay on the couch and i do nothing but yeah. whenever i have the boost of people around me i get i get a, i get 
I, I turn up to 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 my normal self kind of yeah and that does take a little bit of work but it, it's it's genuine and i and you and yeah. like people like you guys bring it out of me and yeah. to make me a person who's i i'm glad to hear decent to hang around uh so. yeah <laughs> well and i think that like decent. even that part <laughs> thanks <laughs> something that i really appreciate about when we hang out in person and steven has expressed this too is you're a person that can be like you can just say i'm tired i'm gonna go lay down now and it's not like, oh, no, I need to socialize and entertain Cameron. You're just like, yeah, me too. I'm going to lay down on the couch. Yeah. So it's just like this honesty about like your, yes, you're excited to do things, but you're also lazy and you just want to lay down on the floor and do nothing for a while. <laughs> I'm like a cat in that sense. That. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cat was the other word that came to mind. Cat was the other word. That's wonderful. Yeah. All right, so, guys, th- so. thanks for hold playing. Hold on, hold like, on. Before we okay. end this game, I'm going to turn this one thing around. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say now, we're, me, me and Brian are going to choose the one word to describe Ben. Oh my gosh! Yes, um, that's was, how we're going to end hosting. this. How 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 rude! Yeah, how dare um, I? <laughs> I have turned the tables. I mean, the word that immediately popped in my mind was enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I was gonna. I think I was thinking about it, and I think passionate is the correct yeah. word. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what you're doing, Ben. You do it with a hundred percent of yourself. And as somebody who can't even muster fifty percent of myself most of the time. <laughs> That's incredibly <laughs> impressive and um, and kind of awe inspiring to watch yeah. from the sideline. Watching you yeah. exist is cool. Um, that's it's always that fun hearing your stories. Such a crazy high compliment. Thank you so much. I yeah. wasn't expecting that, but like, yeah, that wow. Because for me, passion is something that uh, is magnetic. Like watching passion. Yeah. That's what you guys were talking about with Switch, Switchfoot, right? Like mm-hmm. passion is like humans love genuine passion it, it, and we're drawn yeah. to it and so like to be described that way like oh thank you guys so much i really like oh good feeling you're welcome around. yeah no yes. I, there's a reason that i think we drew close to you when you approached us back then is that we well obviously we meshed really well but we saw the person you are and how amazing yeah. you are at like push getting like this segment like this is a you segment and i love that mm-hmm. you bring this to the table and you bring interesting cool ideas and then you also like okay now here's how we're gonna do it rather than just here's some <laughs> stuff i'm throwing yeah. at the wall you know it's it's yeah. awe-inspiring to watch yeah thank you i oh you guys are great i appreciate yeah. it yeah <laughs> well, brian you want to take it back over to get us out of yep. this I can do that. Thank you very much for bringing that segment this week, Ben. Yes, thank um, you. My, my we are basically a segmentless show when it's not for you. Pretty so much. it's always fun <laughs> having you kind of bring us back to the old days there. Um, uh, thank you, Cameron, for being my newly friend. Um, You're welcome. Uh, 10 years or whatever. Oh, we decided dude, it's been 14, 14, 14 years. Yeah. Thank you. But all right. Uh, Who's counting? Yeah. Right. That's like half my life I've known you. How did we get to that point? Yeah. It'll never be Jeez. half my life though. <laughs> uh, um wait. How's math will. work? I think I think we can get there. Wait. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like you a hundred percent you can get there. Wait, hold we on. That doesn't make any sense. Everything moves totally. up by a year every year. <laughs> Right, but so yeah, but again, the, the personal Cameron. Just think the, for a second. Actual... If we know each other for fifty years uh-huh. and you only knew me for twenty years, oh my god, that, you're right. 